Captain Ells, we'll start with you as our host captain. You've put a lot of work and prep into this event. What is the mood in the team room now that the week is here? Thank you. Yeah, we're excited to be here in Australia. And, um, yeah, we've, we've been here for a while. Some of the guys played in Australia, the Australian Open last week. Um, other guys came in a little bit earlier um, on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we played a couple of holes yesterday. It was, it was pretty rough out there. I felt for those junior uh, President's Cup players. Um, we saw some of the pin placements and <laughs> the wind was blowing. It, was, it must have been really tough on them. But, uh, you know, we're out here this morning and uh, going to have a nice uh, uh, prep this morning. And, uh, you know, tomorrow again and then get ready for, for Thursday. And Captain Woods, uh, now that you're here with the team, what do you see as the, as the strength of this U.S. squad? Well, I think our strength is that we're a very deep team. Um, the guys have, have played well uh, this entire year. And, you know, we had 11 of the 12 guys play last week. Um, so it was nice for them to shake off some rust, get a feel for things. Uh, today is an important day for us to just walk and to stretch our legs a bit. Uh, getting in there yesterday after, after a 26-hour ride in, in a luxurious tin can, um, it's, it's nice to actually get out there and, and feel some, uh, some fresh air. Uh, actually, I think we're, we actually got a, f a fortunate break by not coming out here yesterday because of the wind. The wind has totally switched from the northerly to now out of the south. So uh, this is the wind we're going to see for the rest of the week. Uh, so the guys can start prepping um, exactly what we're going to have to face for the rest of the week. Kim, please raise your hands. We'll get a microphone to you to ask questions. We'll start with Dave Shidlowski here in the red. Tiger, you were on the uh, Ryder Cup Task Force in 2014. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if, if that was a process that maybe started you thinking about a captaincy, maybe not this early, but certainly kind of got it all rolling as far as eventually taking over this kind of a role. Yeah, you know, when that, all that, that happened with us uh, reorganizing the, the Ryder Cup, uh, that was also at a time when uh, I had no future in playing golf again. And so uh, I wanted to be a part of the game of golf. I want to give back um, to the game that's given so much to me. And uh, all of a sudden, lo and behold, I'm two vice captains away. I played last year, and then now I'm the captain. So uh, things have certainly changed from that time period to now. And just very happy and just so thankful to be part of this group of guys and not only to you know, help lead them but also play alongside them. Steve and then George. Tiger, could you talk a little bit more about the plane ride, um, how you got yeah. through it, uh, how the team has gotten through it, and if there's any concerns of uh, jet lag or getting over that flight? Um, yeah, with, up front there's a nice open area where you know guys could uh, mingle and have fun. There's a lot of card playing, a lot of trash talking, a lot of needling. Mm -hmm. It was nonstop, literally nonstop for over a day. So it, uh, it we're we're still feeling it. I mean, I know I am. Um, we'll hit that that wall sometime this afternoon and got to push through it and uh, get through the gala dinner tonight. And I think by tomorrow afternoon we all should start feeling pretty good. Here and then Rex and Tiger George Willis, New York Post. As a plane captain, how do you go about pairing yourself? Do you pair yourself first? Do you pair everybody else and then pair yourself? What's your philosophy? Well, it's team first. So whatever we de deem as the, the best possible order for our team, um, that's what we're going to run with. Plus also uh, the ability in the President's Cup to pair players against certain groups uh, from the international side. Um, that's always 
a, a fun challenge. And uh, that sometimes that determines who, who goes out and when. Um, so we'll figure all that out come tomorrow afternoon. Rex, Karen, then Ben. Go ahead. Ernie. Ernie, I know it seems like a lifetime ago, but 1998, is there anything that you can pull from what maybe the team did well then and apply it this time around? Yeah, one of my teammates is sitting right behind you there. Frankie was in that team. Um, yeah, we joked about it last night. You know, I'm the kind of the only survivor from that uh, winning team <laughs> from 98. And you know, although I'm, I'm captain of the team, I'm not playing. Um, but that was a wonderful time. I still remember that very clearly. You know, how the guys played, the team spirit we had that week, um, how they individually stood, stood tall. You know, a lot of players back then even, the, the world never really heard of them, you know, in Mariama and Greg Turner and even Craig Perry for that matter. And these people stood up. I think they were all 5-0 that week. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, from from that point of view, you know, we, we talked about that and, um, you know, but we're doing this thing as a team. I've got a young team and, and so forth, as we did back in 98. And at the end of the day, it's 18 holes of, of match play, you know, uh, we've seen what, what can happen. Karen, Ben, and then Todd. Tiger, when Jay originally floated the idea of you having some kind of uh, captaincy role, he said you just were not interested, I guess, because of your physical condition. Then a few months later, what changed? What made you float your name out there? And could you have imagined that then that you would be a playing captain? Well, it was talking to Davis and, and Jay Haas um, and Fred, uh, guys who've, who've been there before, who were captains, and um, what we what will we see this cup going forward? Um, the lineage of captains that we have um, potentially set up, you know, for the future. And um, I was on that short list of guys uh, just because of my age, um, and given uh, what we have set up already, who's been a part of. Um, the Ryder Cup, who's been a part of the President's Cup and also has been a part of the reorganization of the Ryder Cup. So uh, it was about that time until I decided to uh, to take the nod. Uh, at the time, I was jokingly said I was going to be a plague captain. Uh, I was just getting started with you know my, my comeback, and uh, next thing you know, you know, I've won three tournaments since then. So it was nice to earn a pick from the captain. Ben? Ernie, uh, we know you've done a lot of preparation, getting uh, your game plan and pairings and everything ready. Uh, how has the buy-in been from the team, and if any of which of the players, if any, has been really pushing to make sure that your voice is heard inside that group? Well, at the end of the day, I am captain, and I've, you know, between me and Scotty, we've played the most uh, cups in our on our side, and you know, I've played under numerous captains, uh, great captains. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm drawing from what I've learned from them. Um, I'm drawing from the players that I played with in all those years. And um, just giving them what I know, you know. I'm just, just being me. And, uh, um, you know, you just, just go, go accordingly. I mean, I know the golf course quite well, so I've given them uh, quite a bit of information there. Um, and, 
we just got to play enough rounds, you know, I feel around here to, to get to know the course uh, better for, for, their, for their sake. And, um, and maybe they listen to me, you never know. That'll be nice. But uh, I've got a great young team. I've got some experienced players. Um, you know, guys are naturally just standing up, guys who are quite comfortable to speak. And, uh, and I like that. And I like uh, the spirit we have this week. Todd? Tiger, you, you talked about the depth on your team and the Americans are considerable favorites heading into the President's Cup. How do you manage making sure your guys are confident but maybe not too absorbed by their press clippings and maybe being too confident? Well, for us, there are no press clippings. That's very simple. Um, each and every cup, each and every tournament we play in, um, anywhere around the world, starts out at zero. And this one does the same, so nothing changes. Here in the front. Tiger, you've had an amazing year already, but what would it mean for you personally? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the beginning part of the question, sorry. Pardon? You've Just had the beginning an... part of the question, thanks. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I will, I will. Yeah. Um, you've had a great year. What would it mean for you to add a President's Cup to that? Add President's Cup to? What would it mean to add a President's Cup win to your oh, already yeah. successful year? That, you know, ultimately that's up to us as players and our vice captains to do a lot of work between now and Sunday uh, for us to hoist that trophy. Do I want that to happen? Hell yeah. Uh, all the guys do, and, but we've got a work cut out for us. Uh, we've got a, a great squad we're going against, and uh, we've got to go out there and earn each and every point. Yep. yep. Tiger, Andrew McCormack here from 7 News. Um, I know you said yesterday that you've spoken to Patrick Reed about what happened in the, in the Bahamas. That conversation, was that a lengthy one, um, and, and what was his explanation after the round? He said it was sort of not what it seemed. Is that what he indicated to you? It was not a lengthy conversation. Pat and I are very good friends. We kept it short and brief, to the point. And as I answered your question yesterday, um, the rules official gave him two shots. He finished uh, 16 under, two back of Henrik, and now we're on to this week. Here on this side. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Andrew Thompson, uh, Golf Digest Japan. Uh, can I ask you a little bit about what you think about the physics of the greens and the approaches? Now, the Newton's laws are probably a matter for Bryson DeChambeau. But uh, you both have experience of this course uh, in your career. How do you feel the ball is going to react on the surface of the green and on the approaches? And what would you do to train your players' minds for those approach shots? Yeah, that's a, it's a good question. It's an unbelievable design. You know, we feel it's, uh, it's a very natural uh, lay of the land, piece of land. Um, not too many of these kind of pieces of land left to build golf courses on. Uh, so Mr. McKenzie did an unbelievable job like he does with all of his golf courses. Um, and this one's been left alone, thankfully, for the most part. Um, and yeah, there are some certain flags and certain conditions where the flag is a destination. <laughs> it's not quite a target at times. You know, a lot like you know, Augusta um, and so forth, where you just can't go at a flag sometimes. So that's, as a player and you know, as a competitor, you, 
obviously it's almost ingrained that you want to go at everything and um, yeah you got to play a little bit differently so it's a it's a golf course if you I feel it's a success that I've had on it was that I, I had certain lines that I played and certain approach lines into the greens as you say and a lot of them slope away from you some of them slope uh, towards you right to left left to right it's really classic uh, stuff almost it's almost you almost play it like a links golf course but it's in the parkland setting you know so uh, a lot of stuff that's going to be happening running into the greens and and so forth here and then here uh, good morning, gentlemen. Rob Waters from Channel 10. Just another one on, on the course and the conditions. Uh, how hard is the adjustment to sort of get to know the course a bit more quickly, or is, or is that overstated? Well, <clears throat> we as players, this is what we do. Uh, we travel all, on, all around the world, and generally you probably get maybe two looks at it, usually a practice round or a pro-am, uh, then you're often playing competing. So. Uh, this is no different. We get two days to get ready, uh, get to learn the golf course. Uh, I think the, the neat thing about being in a team format is that we're able to converse with one another, um, pick each other's brains, how you're going to play this, what kind of shot you're going to play here. Given different scenarios, we'll talk about alternate shot, we'll talk about four ball, what are we going to do, what are we going to do here. And so that ability in itself allows us to, we'll, we can learn a golf course a little bit quicker than... Uh, than we would individually, like we do, you know, each and every week. Here in the front. Um, Tiger, um, unfairly or not, Patrick Reed seems to be painted as sort of a villain. Can you sort of give us some insight into his character and how you sort of expect him to handle that this week? I think Pat will be fine. Uh, Pat's a, a great kid. He's, um, he's handled a, a tough upbringing well and I just think that uh, he's he's one of our, our best team players, and it's one of the reasons why all the guys wanted him on the team. Bob? Tiger, right here. Uh, how much do you think your vice captain sees 2016-2017? How much do you think it helped your, it fueled your personal comeback? Uh, those are some low times for you physically. Um, obviously, you didn't have any idea with your game. Uh, did the guys sort of rally you? Uh, to, to get back. Yeah, it was <clears throat> in 16, I uh, no, sorry, 17 uh, I, I wasn't I hadn't hit balls yet, as you guys know, as you guys are asking me, have you hit balls yet? I said, no, I haven't uh, but it was neat to be around the guys, get to know them um, a couple months later, I was able to start hitting golf balls and start coming back, but I think my relationships from the time in 16 at Hazeltine, then 17 at Liberty um, it helped probably post uh, when I started hitting balls because then I was able to start playing practice rounds with a lot of guys at home up in Medalist. And um, it was great because I, I got to forge those relationships. I mean, I, some of these guys are so young. I didn't, when I was on my way out, they were coming, coming, coming in. So um, that certainly helped probably well, post-surgery and you know, when it's, once I started back playing again. Back in the back, Hazy. Ernie, two questions, if, if I may. The shield that you launched here last year, I know you've got a big future aspiration for that. Has it already hit home with the players, what that shield could be one day? I don't care the new logo. Is it the oh, the logo. Sorry, yeah, I know the logo is... Uh, yeah, the boys like it. 
You know, we uh, discussed that uh, even last year at Shinnecock at the US Open. That's when we kind of un unveiled it to, to do a lot of the players and they really liked it. I explained to them exactly what it entitles, what's behind the whole thinking of uh, how we brought it all, the whole thing together. So they, 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 they like it. Are you going to keep those things secret or is it a little bit of a... No, we'll keep it in the house. You know, there's a, there's a couple of things that we can draw on, um, you know, going through the matches. And, you know, we've always played under the flag, but we've never really had our own identity, so to yeah. speak, and uh, guys like that. And are you happy for the boys, specifically in Sydney, uh, with respect to Patrick Reed? They, they've actually been pretty outspoken. Um, are you happy for yeah. that little bit of niggle to creep into the week? Well, I think it's totally natural. You know, these guys are competitors, and um, obviously um, they didn't like what they saw, and they came out, and it, obviously you guys asked them questions about it, and they were, they were pretty new questions. Uh, you know, like Tiger has, we, we're moving on. You know, we, we've got a cup to play for, and, um, you know, as far as I, it's got nothing to do with us. It's, you know, it's basically on on what's happened um, and I think Tiger's dealing with it and Patrick's dealing with that and um, you know we, we're getting ready to play the President's Cup you know we think we everything's basically said you know there's not, nothing more to be said got time for about three or four more we'll start with Karen you've battled Tiger so many times over the years as a player what was your reaction when you found out that you were going to be he was an obstacle in your path as a captain and what's that like for you well you know he's not a bad golfer you know what i mean he's <laughs> one of the best you know the best of my generation and i was it was a privilege to compete against him uh, you know uh, and i would have i would have had a couple more events uh, under my belt but um, still very proud to have played with and against Tiger and and after all these years to be friends with him is uh, is another privilege you know it's it's been a it's been a long ride I've known Tiger since the early 90s um, you know when he was still a junior player and um, we've shared a lot of moments together um, you know uh, a lot of tournaments come through my mind now where I've came close and, and lost to him but it was a couple where I got him you know here and there <laughs> But uh, it's, it's been a real privilege to have played in, in his era where, where the game of golf has gone uh, in the last 25 years is just remarkable and it could not be what it is today if it wasn't for Tiger Woods. So um, with all that being said and done, you know, um, we'd like to kick their asses this week here at home. <laughs> Sure, the feeling's mutual. We got uh, time for three more. Let's start with Alex. Hey, Tiger, if, if there is in fact a negative reaction to Patrick by the fans mm. here this week, could that influence how much you play him? Well, I'm sure somebody's going to say something out there, and then, but I think that in in general, all the times I have been to Australia and I played here, um, the fans have been fantastic. They're the most knowledgeable, the most excitable fans. They love their sport. They're going to come out, and they're going to, it's going to be bipartisan, as it should be. They're going to be rooting for the Nationals more so than when they are us. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. 
But I just, just think that we're going to go out there and compete. We're going to enjoy playing one of the greatest golf courses in the world um, in front of some enthusiastic, incredible fans. And we're going to have a good time doing it. Two more. Run here. Back left. Tiger, Jordan Tunbridge, Radio 3AW. How aggressively are you likely to approach the short par fours and par fives? And do you hold any concerns for the greens, considering how fast they were last time? Well, the par fives are a, a, a different animal because you can push the ball up there and get it, get it in, in an area in which you can get up and down or you know, possibly two putt you know, for your birdie or having a putt at eagle. The driveable par fours are different because if it's this... If it's as fast as they say it is right now, uh, the fairways, you just can't control your ball on the ground via driver. Um, try and go for it. I mean, the ball could roll out you know, 60, 70, 80 yards. Um, so we'll take a look at it over the next couple of days. Uh, as I was saying earlier, it's nice to have this wind instead of the northerly. We, we could have played it yesterday. So this is the forecast for the rest of the week. Um, guys will be taking a look at it. We'll be talking at it as a team, trying to figure out what we're going to do. Um, and also what ball, who's going to be hitting what ball, going for what, uh, what that ball does. And uh, we'll have a, a pretty good understanding of what we need to do, you know, come Thursday through Sunday. Final question. Tiger. What, what went wrong for the U.S. team in 98 here, and what are the lessons that you'll take from that week that you'll try to pass on to your players? Yeah, the guys, the, the season ended, what, right around Halloween? I think the tour championship ended right around there. Usually October... November 1st, somewhere on there, it's usually when the term of the season ended, and quite frankly, most of the guys didn't play. Uh, they, uh, they put the clubs away, rested them up for about a month and a half, and we came down here. And uh, the guys just weren't sharp. Um, unfortunately, we just we didn't come in as prepared as we needed to do, and uh, uh, the international team was loaded, and they put it on us. They flat out outplayed us, and we just couldn't respond. Um, our games weren't sharp enough to respond, and unfortunately that led to a, a blowout.